welcome back. Welcome back to this week's episode. <laughs> I can't believe we've been doing this. How many weeks now? This will be our sixth episode. God, it's gone so quick. And it we're has. still in lockdown. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> and now we have to start wearing masks. Somebody said to me, how do you think of all the things to say? And I thought, God, we've got a lot to say. <laughs> we have so much to say. We just, before we made this, we just, we could talk for hours about this sort of stuff. Yeah. Just talk about all the different things that we learn. It's just so interesting. There's so many different areas. Yeah, and I feel by doing this, we're just learning more and more as we go. Yeah, it's good because it keeps you on track. Well, I find anyway, like, I mean, I have not been brilliant recently. I really have been slacking, but I'm still reading and stuff because I like to learn about this sort of stuff. And plus I've had to because it's a good way of finding stuff to talk about. And you know what I have actually started doing? learning about things from listening to other people so like people have their way like say if i'm talking to a friend and they're struggling with something i'll think oh i can talk about that like it's a good area to mention Mm. which is nice yeah like learning from other people yeah i haven't been amazing either at the moment but i'm finding the podcast is just doing it each week is is helping me in so many different ways and Mm. i was thinking yesterday about what we're going to talk about today and thinking what have i learned from what do i wish i knew when i was younger at your age now Mm. looking back and i was thinking well would i what would i ask myself in 10 years and the answer would be i wish i did meditate every day like I knew it was the right thing to do yeah and so I know I know I should be doing it and I love doing it when I do it so I just want to try yeah but and... why would you say like what do you reckon would change if you did it every day like because I think some people would listen to that being like yeah but sitting silent for 10 minutes is a load of crap really like not the same that everyone will think that because some people will understand and have experienced it but what do you think is so important about that I think it will get me in tune with my self and what my own path I'm meant to be on and when I don't do it I just all over the place a little not really bad nobody would know except me but I just know that that's my true inner guidance and that is the right that's that's who you know the Mm. proper map yeah and I think for me as well when I spend the time on myself doing writing or whatever I learn stuff that I wouldn't normally learn like um, I did say last week I've been writing, but I really haven't been this week. And to be honest, I've been quite crap all over, to be honest. But I just think, I think it doesn't really help that, I know it's an excuse and stuff, but like, because of the, like, gyms haven't been open and stuff, at the beginning of lockdown, I was doing so well. And then it kept me on track, you know, like having those routines. And now everyone's able to do certain things, like go out for meals. I'm just like, oh, I'll just go out with my friends, like get home from work, I'll be tired, and then I'll just go out with my friends. And it kind of... Yeah. It, it then I just I'm not been strict with myself and like all the sort of like goal planning I've been doing has gone right out the window at the moment. Um but obviously because we've got the podcast it really does help me stay a little bit more on track and I like I said been reading and I'll tell you where things. when you you asked me that question just then, what would it change for me between now and ten years, what would be the difference? I know for sure that I'm very when you look at mind, body and soul mm-hmm. I know that my mind's really strong and my soul is strong. I know that now about myself because I've done a lot of self-discovery and work and all that. I know that my body is my weakest link yeah. and it comes out in di- diabetes, um, uh, high blood pressure, overeating. You know, my food does affect me if I don't look after myself in the yeah. way that I eat. I'm more sensitive to what I eat. And I know that if I meditated, that 
brings back that balance of the mind, body and soul. It allows my body to sort of catch up really with the way I am and also slows my brain down. So it brings everything back into balance because when I got ill, when I first had all you children, I was so, so driven. And when I went to see a medical intuitive, she didn't know me. And that was the very thing she told me. She said, you are just so out of balance. And that is what's happening with you. And the minute she told me that, no, and she helped me to rebalance that. She said it would always be my Achilles heel. But through meditation and calming down, I wouldn't need an operation. And I've never had to have an operation. And I've never had as bad a problem I've been able to function. I've never really been on, like, dependent on medication or anything. No, it definitely has. That knowledge has definitely and brought me back into more balance. But she said to me, the thing that really helps you is the meditation. And that is... I was telling someone yesterday about this, thinking... I so need to meditate because I'm I'm know the answer. It's all about balance for me. Yeah. So just talking to you now, I'm thinking, yeah, I need to do it. Looking at me now, what would you tell yourself when you're like my age or people around my age? Like what sort of things wish you do you wish you knew? I think for me, I wish I'd known that when I was your age, I felt like I had to drive everything myself that unless I forced things to happen and wore myself out, that uh, it would my life wouldn't... The things I wanted wouldn't happen. So I believed every single thing, any good that was going to happen, would come from my efforts. Like forcing, like, yeah. working really, really different, like hard and... Yeah. Basically, yeah. And um, because that was a belief and you know the your thoughts create your reality that was my reality yeah and then when i had children and i got so busy and i wasn't able to put in as much effort i believed we would struggle and we did and it, it was it was um so tiring i was exhausted and now i know that the you know and when i look back even though i didn't know about law of attraction and all, all of those things i have when i look back the universe still had my back things might have happened quicker or but I did follow my excitement because I really want when I was at school I really wanted to work with horses and I did do that I went away and I worked with top show jumpers and I, I guess sorry but I guess when you don't know what you want to do that's not always a bad thing because it actually gives you a more of a um like you can just follow whatever makes you excited like for me I find with having the acting thing it's really made me focus acting, 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 and I've kind of forgot about other interests, maybe like me now wanting to go travelling. Like, I never really thought that was op an option for me because I thought, oh no, like that will get in the way of acting. Mm. So I guess for you, because you never knew, you were able to follow that sort of horse thing and explain how you got onto what you got onto. Yeah, so I went and did what I really loved and I was most passionate about at the time, which was working with horses. And whilst I was, and I was following that through, not really knowing where I was going to, what I was going to do next. And then somebody mentioned that they wanted to be an air stewardess and it just lit up something in me that I had thought about it before but always felt that that wasn't really possibility because I didn't have a language and I didn't have the A-levels that I needed at the time. But I thought, no, no, that was the that was what drew the line, really, and said, well, this is no longer for me anymore. I don't want to work with horses and not ever have a future. I do want more for myself. So that then took me in a completely different route. So it was like synchronicity knew when the right time to tell me, 
sow me the seed which then started to grow I went back home and I got the qualifications because I was driven and I went to work in a factory and listened to a language tape I learnt French I actually lied and said to the airline that I could speak a language to get through and I don't know how or why or what gave me the strength to do that but I wanted it so much I really wanted it I think that was literally like someone looking down on you, whatever it was, and saying, like, this is meant for you. And it worked. And the strange thing was, I didn't even pass the test the first time. I went for the exam and failed dismally, and they were really nice to me. And they said, oh, it's probably just because you've forgotten or a bit rusty. You know, it's been a few years since you left school. And I thought, little do they know, I lied, and I've never learned a language in my life. And I could only really say a few words, you know, I could get by with the test, but not enough to actually speak it. speak it. So then they gave me, they said, have three months and come back. So I then learned very, very quickly, just listening to it all the time in my ears, went back. And because I wanted it so bad, it was so, I enjoyed it. It, it was exciting because yeah. I really felt, I'd passed the first two interviews. So I knew all I got to do now was get through this language thing. And um, I did that. And then from doing that, I met people and then I started to realise that, yes, I did enjoy travelling, but I, it made me love England more by travelling. And then I started to want a family then and I knew that I wanted to be at home. And So it, life has looked after me, but I think, knowing what I know now, if I'd have known all about this behaviours and things and the way you think and feel, things would have took off for me. I would have been able to be even more creative with my life and Mm. that's something I wish I'd known then that you know. I can see that you know stuff like you're always right and you really do know yourself whereas I didn't Mm. at all then. I was just flying by the seat of my pants really. I think it really does help now because I know myself more. It really gives me confidence in ways that I think I see in other people maybe don't have the confidence. But I don't think I really know myself as well as I could. I think I've still got a far way to go. And I have a lot of, like, stress about whether I'm in the right place at the right... Like, so, like, I stress a lot about whether I'm in... I've stayed where I am too long and all that sort of stuff because I think I look at certain situations and think, oh, I could just... I just... I just worry that I'm not moving quick enough. Like, it's a big stress regularly. And I think... Although I do have a lot of confidence in the fact that I do know a lot about myself, I feel like I want to. I'm constantly battling. Like, am I in the right place? I think that synchronicity, though, is that maybe you don't really need to worry too much because you're only 21, and also maybe you've only just been inspired to go travelling now. And you've done certain things over the last few years where you've gone to acting school and all of that. And maybe those things were right at the right time for you to meet the right people that will come later. So I just feel that this inspiration now has only just come to you and it's just perfect timing. And up until now, we weren't even aware of thinking that maybe you could have been holding yourself back slightly by not being more adventurous. But you weren't inspired and I do think you know looking back at my life I think I was inspired I when I came back to live at home I never thought I was going to be an air stewardess I didn't think I was good enough I didn't think I'd get the A levels and I didn't think I'd get the language I told myself I was going to be a nurse because that was my other option either that or nursing I thought I'd going to go into nursing so Mm. I actually came home to go down the nursing route but the universe set this had a different path Path, for me and it was the path I really wanted but I thought oh no I'll just do the education bit and I'll just go in the in the 
I'll go towards nursing, but then people kept popping up in my life that had things to do with the airline. And I met somebody through meeting dad. He knew someone who worked as a steward on the air, on British Airways and introduced me to him. And dad really wanted me to do it anyway. And so I was encouraged. People yeah. just encouraged me because it was meant to be. Yeah, true. So I think you really can relax. And the thing we've learned and we know now is if you get inspired to do something and you want to do it, don't hold yourself back thinking, I need to hang around waiting for an acting call. If you really are excited by it, just go with it. Just yeah. be... Go with your excitement. I think I've had to be, just say to myself, if the acting thing is going to happen, and I really, really feel like it is going to happen, like it's the only thing I could ever imagine myself doing, and I just know I'm going to do it, like even if it kills me, I'll do it. But I I feel like I have to keep telling myself, like if it's meant to be, it'll happen when it happens. And I think mm -hmm. right now, because I'm, I've kind of, I just want to be a bit more, like I said to you, like I just want to feel like I'm a bit more free with life at the moment. Like I want to... <laughs> feel like a bit of like a sounds a bit weird but like a bird like when you go to a different country and you literally don't even need to like think about where I'm going to go next I just not necessarily like fly literally by the seat of my plants like I have a bit of a plan but if I wanted to stay somewhere a bit longer I'd be just like oh yeah why not and then the next week like oh I want to go to I want to move now like I just want to feel like I've got a bit more freedom to travel and just explore because obviously for so long like you literally go from college to school whatever like <laughs> school then college then uni or whatever you decide to do but you're always stuck and it's like even with me at work since I was 16 I've been working there and I've every week had to rely on making sure that my shifts fit what I want to do with the week like mm. it's everyone goes through life so controlled really and I kind of now while I can be free just have that experience of just being literally like fuck it yeah and you could so easily not do it because you could say to yourself well if I go off wherever yeah I might not be around to go and do an acting job that comes up and we tend to think that we can make our um, things happen because oh well I'll hang around and really we know now that that isn't the case that act that what seems to be from what I'm gathering is if you follow your excitement and you go off you could go on that journey and meet someone and by meeting people and not being scared to talk to people that's another thing is like not being a bit more willing to listen to other people's stories yeah. because sometimes and I've done this myself you're so much in your own little world and you sort of think oh I don't need to really chat to that many people but when you're if you do talk to people and listen to their story it's funny how you could go in a bar and you could be stood next to somebody and not really speak to them very much and nothing really happened mm -hmm. say if you've just moved to an area or you can go into that same bar and be stood next to a guy and then just happen to speak and just be friendly and say, oh, are you from around here? And the next thing they'll say, oh, I know so-and-so, I know so-and-so. And then the ne next thing you know, you're meeting somebody else yeah. that maybe has a connection. And you were meant to meet that person at that time, but by not speaking to people and not allowing the communications to happen, you don't get the best out of your life. So that was another thing. I used to be a little bit too like not willing to even on the airlines like I talk I would be chatty with people but not as much as I could have been I look back now and think you could have been you could have had so many more experiences yeah. and I didn't I didn't do as much as I could have done and that I regret I think as well it's everyone can at times think ev everyone's against them or not necessarily against them but like maybe a bit like uh, how do I explain it um like everyone's like 
like nasty or yeah. you kind of think, oh, everyone will be against they're me. Gonna, yeah, they're going to be they're annoyed gonna be, me Yeah, yeah, you'll think bad things about that person. And then when you actually, actually like, break that, yeah. you think, actually, not everyone's as bad as you Every think they are. Every time I make the effort to talk to someone, that I always get a brilliant something happening and then I end up like say Paul and I'll go and see a customer and I might be thinking oh they're going to be they might not be very friendly or they might be a bit moody or whatever you might have preconceived ideas of yeah and then you go in and for some reason you end up talking I did it the other day we went somewhere and I happened to talk to the lady who owned the house and it happened to be about dogs at the time because of Marla having babies and then we had so many things in common that we completely forgot about the garden we weren't even talking about the garden and Paul had to actually say can we talk gardens now <laughs> it was just like, and I loved it and I thought this is available to me all of the time if I allow it and yeah. I put some effort in you have to put the effort in yeah yeah because you are, you are quite like talk- talkative like whenever you're gonna walk you always end up talking to someone whereas I'm quite shy like yeah, yeah I'm a bit more reserved in that I think what I've found as I've got older is try and look for some commonality with people if that's the right word to say something that <laughs> yeah I don't know yeah I don't know but yeah something where you can link up and once you get a link with someone then it flows in whatever direction and it it's just yeah. amazing yeah so that would be another regret looking back I could have been more creative with my life with meet, been meeting people and chatting. yeah be more open and yeah. I think that's something that I'll have to bring myself to do when I go traveling eventually because I'm a bit more not always sometimes I can be literally like the most talkative person ever but sometimes I am not it, it really depends on what person yeah. I'm with I'm who I'm with and sort of thing but I think I'll have to push myself which will be really good because it'll bring me out of my comfort zone I was always knackered like when I was working in BA but I didn't used to because I just started living with dad I didn't want to leave him and I wanted to be making our world happen and then I wouldn't go down to the flight for the next day. Sometimes I'd be checking in at half eight in the morning and I got up at four and I'd be flying to America or so somewhere So would you be able long. to go there the night before if that was... I could have done if I'd have been willing to, but I didn't and I'd get up at four because I wanted to absolutely be here as much as possible and then I'd get up at four in the morning and drive all the way to Gatwick and then I'd be there and by the time I got there I was shattered really and then we'd be getting the flight ready and we'd fly to somewhere I don't know in America or wherever we were going and then the crew would say do you want to meet in the bar after and I never wanted to really because most of the people I flew with I'd never met before because every time you had this opportunity to meet a whole crew that you'd never met before and I would quite often go to bed absolutely shattered because bet, yeah. and again it's yeah being scared to not really get the best I think it's hard most. though because in that situation like if you've ever been with someone you like you realize how hard it is to yeah. leave that person yeah and it's such like every second you're like oh I don't want to go yeah so when it's like a new relationship and stuff that's understandable but yeah Yeah. I mean yeah so there's so much we can do to live to the fullest yeah and um taking in each opportunity as it comes yeah I think there's a fear as well about we feel like you want to be liked by everybody and say if you're working with a whole new crew for the first time just as an example you could think oh well I'm not gonna meet up with them Another thing as well is that fear of not being liked by everybody and especially when you're in a new group of people that you don't know, you can hold yourself back and think they won't like me and if they don't like you because not everybody likes you and they make it, they sort of don't invite you to things, sometimes it's easier to hide yourself away because you don't want the rejection, Mm. you don't want to be rejected and now I'm older, looking back, I would 
worry about that less. I think the older I'm getting, the more and more I'm starting to realise I am a diamond. (laughs) In my own right, I'm a diamond. And the more I shine, the more I let that shine, whether some people don't like that particular diamond and the way it's cut, (laughs) it doesn't matter because that is the way I get to my happiest in by by being out there and being the real me rather than adapting myself to try and make them like me and whatever and also when people are funny with you or annoyed with you or they're just I always say they're not in your tribe they're just not your (laughs) tribe yeah and not everybody is in your tribe and I think now I'm getting I wouldn't say I'm perfect at it because I think if I felt someone didn't like me it would upset me and I totally would blame myself and think oh god that's your fault your should be this more of that yeah but I think it's really important that as early as you can to be able to look in the mirror and really say no I'm all right actually I'm okay and I don't need everybody to like me as long as I like me yeah I think it's hard as well because when you're at school you have to click with some people and not everyone does like you I was lucky because I had my closest friends at school but if I didn't I'd find it really hard trying to mold myself to be like I don't know the popular girls or whatever like try and fit that group that you think that you should and then as I've grown up I've realized I don't I really don't need to try and be friends with everyone and actually I have so many different types of friends like if I put all my friends together it would just be so crazy because everyone is so different as we've experienced but like everyone is so different and it's so good because I've got so many different like I've got so many different friends for different things like I can go for them for different things and I think that's important to realize that not everyone will be the be right for everything so if like it's best not to um, depend on one person for and every you, single different and you find that not only do you have different friends but you're different with different people yeah like you kind of like a bit of a chameleon yeah some people actually quite don't like that about people like oh when they're different like they're so different around this person and in times like you see it in other people in kind of a bad trait you know when they can be a bit like I don't know cocky with someone else and you just think oh you're not like that with me do you not think we're all like that oh yeah everyone's like that but you sometimes you it can be noticed as a negative yeah. thing but I think that is also a nice thing because it brings out different sides that like I was saying to you like I like the person I am with particular people yeah like it's nice it makes you feel good like I find as well that in my time of different friends some people treat me like I'm stupid yeah yeah and I think I think both like, of us like oh Sharon and actually it really annoys me and clumsy me. and dumb they uh, yeah. always think that and <laughs> like I laugh you it literally. off I laugh it off but actually yeah. but really because in many aspects of my life I've had to be quite on the ball and I've had to I can think round things and I'm quite I personally think I'm quite entrepreneurial, actually. And, <laughs> but I've had to be in certain situations. I've had to get through things. And I don't get that from being dim. I, I get that from being on the ball and being able to do business deals and stuff. And so it sort of is an insult, really. I, there's, so, there's two different sides. I think we're both the same in this. Like, I can be, like, the boss person. Like, yeah. And then I can also be, like, the kind of... I don't mean to be, but it's kind of my way of just letting go and letting other people... Because I am very bossy at times. I, mm. I can be very, like, like things a certain way. And so sometimes I find it easier to just completely, like, not have anything to do with that. And certain people it's easier to do that with. And then it makes me look like as if I'm stupid and I'm not able to do what I can do. Yeah. And it kind of... Then they start being a bit patronising. I'm like, literally, don't test me. <laughs> like, I'm not like that. Like it's, mm. And I think we both can be 
yeah can be seen i think i give the impression of a certain person of because i want to be light i give this impression of somebody i'm not yeah and then when people get to know me they realize i'm not that person that innocent little thing that yeah because i yeah i uh, do give off a kind of yeah you can you're quite like sweet and then actually i'm like when you actually know you you know like especially in business and stuff yeah quite scary <laughs> It's probably my fault because we give off a persona about ourselves that isn't really true because we're different people, we're different ways. Yeah. And but so I think everyone probably will be mm. like that at times. They probably everyone probably has friends that they are a bit more yeah. with because it is easier to sometimes easier to like let other people just be like that so that you kind of yeah. don't have a heart. It just makes it easier, doesn't it? Yeah, but I bet everyone who's listening to this now probably does identify the fact that they have different relationships and different relationships bring out different yeah. angles of them. And it's not just you. We're all the same. That um, it's, it's just different people draw different things out of us. And that's why we have so many different types of friends. Yeah. I think as well, when you do have people around you in your life that treat you badly and don't really treat you with the respect you deserve it i think sometimes it's you you can just hold on to those relationships when i don't always think that i think now i'm older i think i don't think that's always the right thing to do i think Definitely if not. i think if somebody's not making you feel happy and you're not really they're not in your tribe you're <laughs> not really getting anything out of the relationship either of you and sometimes i do feel that sometimes jealousy for whatever reason people can backstab each other and and yeah. if that's happening to you i think i've learned now i'm getting older that just attach with love and go that's it yeah i think in the past as well i've had friends where i've kept on to them because i thought oh it's nice just to have them there you know like friends not this is not necessarily like actually the truth i'm just using it as an example but say if i had a friend from school that i was stayed in contact stayed in contact but only not actually really liking them not no not liking them but really vibed with them i i for a while have been hanging on to those things whereas now i think i'm at the point where i literally have all my friends that i want you know like even people that i i what i'm trying to say is i don't waste time now on people that i really don't want to be friends with mm. like i think for when i was a couple of years ago i'd keep trying to entertain these friendships mm. but for what reason and now i'm actually at the point where i think every single person that i see and i want to make time with is because i genuinely actually like being with them and they make me happy to be around them and i think that's important because a certain people at times you can really feel like oh my god that's so draining to be with them you know like the people that are really just always going on about like negative stuff or whatever yeah and you're just like even when you decide to meet up with them you're like oh god now i actually have to go and do that whereas now yeah i really do like i value the people that i spend time with I and know. i think that's important i've i can recognize what you're saying there about some say somebody like you're saying a friend that, or you're trying to make them a friend or they're just not liking you and then you can spend a lot of energy trying to change their mind and it's almost as if you need them to change their mind about you so that then you can accept yourself yeah. What a waste of bloody time. <laughs> what a waste of energy. Why? Why do we do that? I know. What a waste of energy. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? It's just all that energy we're putting into that. And we're so focused. Focus on something more positive and put all the energy into that. Can You know, it's like you now wanting to go away and and travel. You know, all that energy you could be putting into some somebody because they don't like you and you're trying to change their mind about you. You could be 
planning how your trip's going to be and where you're going to go and all that energy. I've spent so much energy wasting time on things before, trying to help people that don't want to be helped. Yeah. Because when I found out about about all this self-development and self-empowerment and I felt so inspired myself and I felt that it changed my world, I wanted it for the people dearest to me and yeah. close to me and I drove them up the bloody wall yeah and I spent all my energy which should have been I should have been putting on myself but I didn't because I was boring to me you know and also it means you've got to do some work I know that I, I always do that I'll be reading a book and I'll be like oh that I can really see that help other people so then I'll tell them oh read this book or whatever and I'm like why am I wasting my time telling other people to do it I should be focusing on myself but yeah. I think it's so difficult when we know what we know and then you really want to help other people like you see other people struggling and you're just there like oh I really could help you if you just listened but you really not everyone wants to help themselves and it's so frustrating but you can't help someone until they want to do it themselves I know and you know what when you know something like this and you know it works on a theory you know on you've read it or you've heard other people saying it you're so excited by the concept of it but it's so much quicker and easier to just go and talk about it and tell other people rather than actually be quieter about it and do it to you, do it for yourself. Yeah. Because it, you just want instant reaction. You just want instant gratification in a way, don't you, for what you've learned and you want to... I don't know, I've, I've done that so many times. I know. It's really difficult. I think I'm a lot calmer than I was, I think. I yeah, know. no, I, I think so too. I think, yeah, because in the past I, I feel like you'd be there you'd be say if we had someone around you like oh and and somehow you'd wiggle it into a conversation and you still do it sometimes now too but i just until i started this podcast actually i didn't even don't even talk about it i just find it so i can find it so draining to try and explain to people we had someone around the other day and um i could tell that they were really you know sort of struggling with different things but because we've got the podcast rather than me having to explain it all <laughs> just i listened to the podcast. just stopped, and i i didn't want to put them off by telling them too much and i just said oh just listen to the podcast and it was so nice to have that tool to say just listen to the podcast yeah <laughs> yeah no, it's, it is it is easy i think some people look at you like podcasts <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no it's it's really handy to be able to just tell them about this yeah i think as well like when you notice bad things about people when you're constantly looking for negatives maybe not intentionally but you are maybe talking to your friends about someone like oh they said that they're like this or you know it's because you're probably more insecure in yourself and I I feel like as I've got more secure in myself I don't notice and I don't want to be so bitter about other people mm. I think I think that has been something that comes with doing this whole self-development and learning to love yourself type of thing that comes with it because you just are so fulfilled with who you are yeah you become less um less paranoid i suppose Crit critical and stuff yeah. and i think what i notice when i do look at other people in a negative way it's things that i'm not happy with myself you know if i'm looking at someone like i wouldn't even know i can't really think of an example but um say if i'm thinking oh they're so uh, needy they're so needy <laughs> What are you trying to say, man? <laughs> so needy. Oh, Olivia, are you needy? <laughs> yeah, I am very needy. Um, no, but if you're if you're looking, if you are pointing out things about someone, it's I've noticed anyway. It's because I'm not. I'm. I notice in myself that I want to be more like that. It's not because I actually 
hate that about them. I actually like that about them, but I'm annoyed that they have that and I don't. Maybe it was funny, you know, because I did go, I I did go to a counsellor um, at one point in my life to talk about something, and I said that they're very angry, and the lady that was helping me, she said to me, um, "So Sharon, you know, do you think you're angry?" And I didn't think I was at all. I thought I was really chilled, Miss Nice, Mrs. Nice, you know. Yeah. And I looked at her and I just laughed because she was so, she was just so good in the way she did it. And she I just looked at her and I went, actually, you know, for you to say that to me, I think you are seeing that. And the more I looked at it, it was like she held a mirror up to me. Yeah. And I was actually I'm fuming. Yeah. <laughs> I was fuming. Yeah. And I couldn't. I just didn't see it. I was so busy blaming the other person. And it wasn't that I didn't now think they were angry at all. It wasn't that. It was that I could see in myself that I was so angry that I was still so focused on Mm. that. And it really helped me to really understand myself. And it's so helpful having that mirror thing. Because that's what they do is these psychotherapists and stuff. They hold a mirror up to you. And when you're talking about your life, it's not that you're blaming yourself. You're just able to really start to see where these emotions are coming from and how and how you feel and let, trying to work with it not trying to get rid of it it's not ever about trying to get rid of it it's about understanding yourself and compassion and but when you start to understand yourself more you can do that and yeah. I laughed it made me able to laugh at myself I loved it it was so good what yeah. happened to me yeah because it's like what I was saying to you about that book that I've been reading it says when you're when you are that person or when you will say you're creating something you don't see a different perspective so you'll never and it's like your brain is making you see it as a good thing or mm. the right thing or it it and but some it takes someone else to come along and say actually that's not right for you to sometimes be like oh i didn't see that before mm. it's like in your brain like your subconscious is they said to me you. when someone's pointing the finger at you and saying something like i don't know they could be saying you are a very jealous person <laughs> They've got three pointing back at themselves. Yeah. And why are they saying, why do they feel the need to point the finger like that? Yeah. So that's quite interesting, isn't it? That we all do it. We all, when we're feeling threatened or angry or hurt. And they say hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And so, yeah, if if you're the sort of person who is feeling that you're needing to do that, then maybe it is that there's some areas of you that, I'm not saying that the people outside of you that are hurting you aren't doing aren't doing things that aren't very, um, um, are a bit, you know. They're not doing the right thing. Yeah, we're not saying they're doing the right thing at all. It's just, it's nice to be able to know that we're empowered to do something about it. And the only person you can actually change is you. And I think I... You can only clean your side of the street. Yeah, I think as well, like you can go along trying to change people and be like, well, you said this and you said this. And it it just doesn't work. Blaming someone doesn't get you anywhere. Like I've learned that. And I've noticed, like, if I ever go in an argument now, there's no, there's just no need to be like, it just doesn't work to say, well, you said this, because it just, they're only going to get more defensive. When someone blames you for something, you're just mm. like, uh, hold on a minute. And it, it just fuels the fire. So instead, it's best to work on yourself and work out why things have happened the way it ha- happened and try and think to yourself, well, only I can change me. So what can I do to make myself better and I think that in a lot of situations has helped me because otherwise you'll just spend hours trying to make someone change and like I said you can't change someone that doesn't want to be helped you can't make someone 
different only they can do that so it's so empowering when it really does empower you when you feel that you're able to clean up your side of the street you don't have to go and do anything to anyone else and then it calms you because you do feel like you've done something and you can just let go of the outcome really how, how exhausting is arguing it's so boring yeah like, it's literally the most boring thing i just can't be bothered i think what also helps is the fact that it, you'll never change what they think of you yeah that's their opinion of you has is literally not any of your business well when someone first said that to me i was a bit shocked like how is it not any of my business when they're saying some, something about me and it's because what's going on in their head and how they feel. You could spend hours and hours, days and years trying to convince that person that you're not who they think you are and you'll never do it or yeah. you're very unlikely will do it. That is not the way to go around it. The way to go about it is look at yourself, decide whether you're happy with your conduct, decide that you don't need to change them because as long as you're happy with what you're doing, you're cleaning your side of the street, you're feeling completely that you're working on yourself and you're happy and calm with that, then what they think and how they're reacting to you is their stuff. Yeah. It's not yours. And if you think about it, I saw this, I think, so I don't know, maybe in a book. Um, it said you, there's so many different versions of you in everyone's mind. Like Everyone has a different version and you'll never be able to control that because they're only ever going to see snippets of your life. Mm. And it, it's only you that knows your real you. So that's the only opinion you really should go off. Yeah. So... So we're really free. Yeah. We're just so free. <laughs> it's so hard, though, not to care what other people think, especially, like, I don't know, when you want to wear a risky outfit, you're like, oh, you're like, oh no, is that person going to like it or whatever? But actually, who blooming cares? Like, it actually doesn't matter because you're never going to know what they think. And if they have the balls to tell you, well, that's because they're jealous of you, probably. <laughs> or they they admire something in you. Because that That's why they care so much. I don't know. That might not be right, but I feel like you just don't need to worry about it. Mm. It's really, it is, it, it is one of the hardest things I think. I think mo majority of the peop of people in the world, and if you don't care what other people think, then are you an alien? Because I think at some point in your life you will. And it's so easy to look at other people's lives, say on Instagram or even in real life, and think, wow, they've got it all together. But that is literally not the case because everyone in their lives, like has something that they're probably thinking actually i'm not happy with that i think we should do one of our next pod one of the podcasts coming up about self-acceptance because you talking about that now i really i really can f understand that uh, feel that because it's so there's so much pressure out there isn't there and a lot of the time we don't yeah. like ourselves i think as well like nowadays <clears throat> let alone talking about whether other people like us we give ourselves such a hard time and when we're not enough of this and not enough of that and we're not as good as so-and-so and not yeah. as cool as them. And not just the peer pressure and everything else, it's all what's going on in our head. Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone always is trying to... You're always trying to say, like, I'm not enough of what that person's got. I'm mm. not... I haven't got that trait that that person's got but actually we need to think but I have this and sometimes that can be so hard to notice what you're actually good at because you don't know, always notice the things like it's not clear but even I don't know like if uh, I don't know you might notice things differently that in people and actually it's I think it's time that we notice what we are good at and value that about ourselves because that's the only thing we can it's certainly change. a subject I'd like to look into a little bit more yeah and um, I think that's maybe the... 
over the next few podcasts and we may even manage to get a speaker I know somebody we're going to interview that uh, it'd be interesting to see what she she knows about law of attraction as well and I know she's touched on the self-love and acceptance so it'll be interesting to I think people find it hard when they don't realize that they can change like um not not necessarily change into a completely different person but I think people think like oh I'm depressed so I have to be like that's I that I'm not going to be able to get out of that when actually this whole thing law of attraction everything like that like that is the one of the key things you can turn around because you don't have to be the same person you don't have to be living the same story again and again and knowing that you are in control of everything and learning that you actually can be whoever you want to be and just with the power of like going inwards I know that sounds so cringe and whenever someone says that I'm like oh shut up (laughs) but going in and realising like there's you're on your own powerful enough you don't need anyone else to tell you that it's just I think the whole thing though of what we're saying is we're not saying that if you do all of this stuff that we talk about that you're going to have this completely smooth journey and there's no bumps in the road yeah it's not that at all it's still because you'll be you'll be um, coming out of your comfort zone because you'll be attracting more and getting more of the opportunities you want and there'll still be the bumps and it's like what we said it's not it's not what happens to you or what you attract into your life or all the difficulties you have it's how you respond and so this is what we want to try and help people with because you know if you think that say even me and olivia now knowing all about law of attraction all that that's not going to say that we're not going to have difficulties and some of those difficulties are really going to floor us yeah it's because what we know about you always want more you'll have like even the most richest most successful people in the world they still want more and there's probably in those their lives certain things they're not happy with and everyone goes through that but like you just said it's the way you react to them and the way you respond is is the real key to it and yeah i think you've just got to live your life and be happy in the now and that's kind of like i feel like we go back to that in every episode and it's a big thing that I feel like I'm really, really having to remind myself, considering I speak about it every week. I have to keep being like, well, I'm not living in the moment right now. And But it's the, it is actually the key to life, like just being happy right now. I was looking at the lady who, um, the charity, Horatio's Garden, who, and she lost a son to um, a polar bear. He killed him at 17. Crazy. He came into the camp and killed him. And it was only it sounds not... like a story. doesn't sound real. Yeah, it did actually happen. And from that accident, she then, she said he left left them a huge gift behind because he wanted to do this garden for spinal injury people. And his mum and family have had this massive, massive tragedy. And you could say, well, God, look what they attracted into their life or whatever. But it's the way they got up from that and the way they've moved on they are making so many lives happy yeah and those people it life you well, know. What, tell everyone what they're doing because i don't think oh sorry yeah horatio's garden is about they are going around hospitals in england in the spinal units create because those people are in hospital for so long they're for months and years and whatever they're creating gardens outside the hospital for these people to go into and have things going on they can have 
visitors in the garden and they are really beautiful gardens with garden rooms and a fire and crafts are going on now and it's really giving the people in the hospital an amazing experience they've got one at Oswestry now and it's amazing but the the story behind it and how it happened is a family who've had a massive huge tragedy yeah and they've lost this gorgeous son who was 17 and got killed in a tragic accident but it's the way they've had that they tragedy and they've they've yeah, they've gone and taken around. his story for it. And, and it's things like that, that no matter what happens in our lives, we have to hopefully get back up and try and keep moving forward in the best way we can and keep... And they have attracted so much positivity. They're now working with famous people who are all helping them to... And so much love has come for her child that she lost. People the people at the hostels are writing poems about him. There's just so much memory there that mm -hmm. will live on forever now. So even though it was awful that they lost him and in the way they lost him, the the things that have come from that are so positive. So even in that massive tragedy, although they, I'm sure they would, would rather have him here, there's so much positivity that's come. So yeah. even the worst things that happen, although I don't know whether I could, even though I'm saying it, I know that if I lost one of my children, I, I don't know whether I could get back up and carry on. But... There are people out there who do amazing things, even if even after a tragedy, and yeah, life is to be lived, and we need to make sure we're living it to living the, the best we can, yeah. and learning these tools to get the best chapters. <laughs> you it is all thing. about the chapters. <laughs> it is all about the chapters, though, isn't it? Every minute's it a chap. Every minute, everything we're doing. Every right minute's now. a sentence. Every <laughs> every second's a word. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, how poetic. <laughs> so, I just love, if we're helping you out there and helping your lives, I just love it because that's all I ever really wanted to do anyway. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're allowing me to talk. <laughs> yeah, someone needs to listen. <laughs> Somebody needed to listen at some point. So, no, it's really great. It's really great. And I really hope it's helping you. And I just love it. And keep coming back every week. And yeah, we'll, we'll try and get some more good topics and yeah like mum said we're going to have some guests on it's just we're trying to find a date that we both can do so that is to come but yeah this is going to be a long episode but we hope it has helped because we think I think we've talked about some on point topics at the moment I think everyone deals with these sort of things that we talk about yeah I'm glad we did mention about the losing someone really dear to you because people out there that are listening could be going through some awful things right now and yeah just trying to give you some strength to help try and try and help you to see through the difficulties yeah. and things and everything nothing look for a light at the end of the tunnel whatever that might be yeah thank you for listening everyone and again you can follow us at chapters podcast underscore and yeah we hope you've enjoyed this episode hope you come back next week to listen again yeah <laughs> goodbye bye bye, -bye.